Hello and welcome to the MSL Consultant. I'm your host and founder of MSL Consultant, Aoife O'Dwyer. On today's episode of the podcast, I'm going to be going through what is the Medical Science Liaison Career Path. So although the role of the Medical Science Liaison is now quite common and the number of MSL roles have increased significantly in recent years, the MSL Career Path is still a little bit mysterious. I often get asked by my coaching clients what the typical career path of an MSL is, and it's an important question to know the answer to, in particular before you embark upon a career as an MSL. Although it does vary from company to company and from country to country, this episode will be an overall guide to provide some examples of medical science liaison career paths. So I'm going to go through some answers to common questions that I regularly get asked in relation to the MSL career path. So the first question I often get asked is, do I need a PhD to become a medical science liaison? Um, the short answer is no, although it will make your transition much easier as many companies require PhDs. Now, that being said, I personally have worked with lots of doctors and pharmacists who don't possess a PhD and have made fantastic MSLs. Also note that the requirements listed on the job description are what the ideal candidate would possess. So just because it says PhD required, if you don't have a PhD, don't let that deter you from applying. Furthermore, once you have MSL experience, hiring managers usually don't care too much what letters you have after your name. An understanding of the MSL role and ability to interpret clinical data are much more important than having a PhD. With that being said, those of you who are listening who do have a PhD, you will have gained a lot of experience throughout your PhD and your postdoc experience if you went down that line. That is highly applicable to the MSL role. And the MSL path is a really, really good position to do after a PhD if you're interested in leaving academia and getting into industry. Another common question I often get asked is, what type of job can I do to increase my chances of becoming a medical science liaison? Now, any job in pharma or related to pharma is a great step in the right direction to get you closer to becoming an MSL. In particular, there are two types of jobs that tend to be easier to get and will help you transition to the MSL role. The first is a medical information job. Now, a job in medical information involves replying to unsolicited requests for medical information from doctors and from patients using a set of standard responses. It will give you a really good insight into how pharma works. It'll give you experience dealing with healthcare professionals and experience referencing the approved product information and clinical data. It also involves keeping well informed of marketing initiatives, product changes, product issues, and other relevant activities in your geographical area, and ensuring relevant supporting materials are available to respond to medical information inquiries when they arise. The downsides of a medical information role is that can, it can be a little bit monotonous after a while. Medical information roles tend to be less competitive and less well paid than MSL jobs, but they represent a fantastic opportunity to get experience working alongside other departments within pharma. And once you're inside a pharmaceutical company, the ability to transition to an MSL role is much easier as you already have relationships with hiring managers and different team members on the medical affairs team. There are also often external companies that pharma companies outsource their medical information to, and these tend to have a high turnover rate and frequent vacancies. 
Um, so just Google in your local area medical information contract positions in order to find some of these um, outsourcing companies. Another role in pharma that is often easier to get into than an MSL role is a sales rep role, in particular a GP sales rep position. The reason GP sales rep positions are easier to come by than specialist sales rep positions or account manager positions is that companies have bigger GP sales rep teams than they do specialist teams. So for example, a drug might have eight specialist reps and 25 GP sales reps working on it. So the GP rep positions are much more common. Furthermore, GP sales positions are very open to hiring rookies who don't have any previous experience as the training tends to be quite comprehensive. Um, yes, the MSL is a non-promotional role and sales reps are promotional, but the skills of discussing clinical data with doctors and building relationships is common to both MSL and sales rep positions. So a rep job provides the opportunity for aspiring MSLs to get their foot in the door and learn more about the pharmaceutical industry. The advantage of a sales rep position is that you will likely have some kind of access to the MSL in the company and you can learn from them and even shadow them for a day. If this is allowed by your company, obviously ensure that company um, policy enables this. Furthermore, you get experience talking to doctors and working in a highly compliant environment and learning about the code of conducts that give pharmaceutical companies and a code of conducts that govern pharmaceutical companies and their interactions with healthcare professionals. The last question I'm going to cover today is, what is the typical career path of a medical science liaison? So the most common career path for an MSL is PhD graduate, medical science liaison, senior medical science liaison, medical manager or medical director, country medical director and global medical director. Now, often in a lot of countries and in a lot of companies, an MD is required in order to be a medical director, but that has been changing in recent years. Now, that is a typical career path and it's quite common. However, I have had coaching clients in the past who have secured positions in medical affairs and their career path was MD, clinical research associate, regional medical director. Another common career path for medical science liaison is pharmacist, GP sales representative, hospital sales representative, MSL, medical advisor. Note, if you are asked in a medical science liaison interview what your career aspirations are, avoid mentioning a particular job title and focus instead on adding value to the company. So for example, if you're in an MSL interview, and the interviewer asks, what would you like to do in five years? What are your career aspirations? Um, you could say, I would like to be in a leadership position within medical affairs, working cross-functionally with other departments and have the opportunity to mentor junior medical affairs members. And that is a really sufficient answer that demonstrates your ambition, your willingness to mentor others and your desire to add value to the company. Another important thing to note is that when in pharma, many MSLs decide to transition from medical affairs to other departments they have gained exposure in while working as an MSL. So that being said, other possible career paths for MSLs include PhD, MSL, Associate Brand Manager, Brand Manager, and then on to Marketing Manager. 
Another possible career path for an MSL might be starting off as a pharmacist, transitioning to an MSL, and then working as a reg affairs consultant. So once you get into pharma, there are a lot of different opportunities to you, depending where your strengths lie and where your interests and passions are. So in conclusion, there are many different routes into becoming an MSL. And when you have secured your first MSL job, there are so many different options available to you. For those who wish to progress as far as possible in medical affairs, they can become global medical directors, an incredibly well-paid and responsible job full of challenge and access to cutting edge research and at the forefront of decisions that will potentially impact so many patients. For those MSLs who want to leverage their strategic side and commercial acumen as much as possible, a transition into the marketing department may be better suited to them. If you're currently an aspiring MSL and want to get your foot in the door and get started with your medical affairs career, you can check out our e-course, The Complete Roadmap to Your First MSL Job Without MSL Experience. The link will be in the show notes. Thanks for listening and I will talk to you the next time. Bye.